1: NOT GET HIT BY A CAR CROSSING THE STREET. LIKE, HONESTLY. <sighs> THIS IS SO SIMPLE. THIS IS SIMPLE STUFF.
2: This is the plaintiff, Earl Coy. He says he and the defendant have known each other for 38 years. And he felt bad for the hard times she was experiencing and helped her out by loaning her some money. She used the money to buy some cars, all of which she ended up crashing. And he finally realized the defendant was using him for his generosity. Bottom line, she most certainly owes him $5,000. And that's just what he's suing for today. This is the defendant, Lori Belantic. She says the plaintiff wanted her to be her boyfriend, but she made it clear his friendship was more important to her, and they should just remain friends. The plaintiff insisted on giving her a car as a gift. Insurance is covering the balance of the car loan after another car hit her, and she owes this fair weather friend nothing. She's accused of failing a friendship.
3: All parties, please use your right hand. What you are
2: about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here, before Judge Marilyn Millian, in our forum, the People's Court. You
4: see to Come to order, please. Litigants have been sworn, Your Honor.
1: Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome, in. Okay, Earl Coy, you are suing Lori Belantic for your former friend, I guess, for $5,000, the balance of a car loan, some storage fees, and the rest for harassment. What happened?
5: I bought her a car, you see. Why? In, in Long Island, you need a car to go to work, to go to the store, it's a necess- necessity in life. Okay. Okay? I got her a car.
1: Why, how did you two know each other? Why did you get her a car?
5: Um, we used to, we practically grew up together when we were back when we were teenagers, back in the back of the day. Okay. And we started communicating on Facebook and she's going through a rough part of her
6: marriage. So I went out of my way to help her out.
1: Okay, who is the gentleman next to you? That
6: is my roommate, Michael, friend for two years.
1: Okay, Witness. are you dating him? No, I'm not. Were you dating him?
6: No, I was not. Okay,
1: so you reconnect with her romantically or you reconnect with her as friends? Friends. Okay, so, so then why, so you bought her a car?
5: I bought her a car. I bought actually four cars, to be exact.
1: Really? What happened to the other three?
5: Um, the first car that I got her was a 1995 Mitsubishi Galant. She drove it in like two feet of snow, and the transmission went on. And the car was totaled.
1: Did she ever pay you for that car? No. All right, so then she bu- you bought her a second car?
5: Yes. That car was broke down mechanically. She brought it back to the shop. The dealership gave her a four-door Honda Accord. She destroyed that car. Okay. I mean destroyed it. So
1: then why would you, so then the fourth car came from where?
5: Another dealership. That was the 2004 Mustang.
1: Right. so why are you doing that? Are you because trying to get romantic? Like no, what would be the, the the sane reason that you would sit around buying this lady cars that she crashes?
5: Well, Your Honor, I felt If I didn't help her, nobody else would.
1: Really? Because I think you should just give her cabin fare or or (laughs) subway fare or train fare or bus fare because she's gonna keep crashing them. So now, who paid for all those other cars? You just ate that? Yes. All right, and who was paying for the insurance? Me. You're paying for everything? What do you do for a living?
6: I work for a doctor's office, What do you do though? What's your? Um, Receptionist, administrative. Full-time? Yes. Okay, so why can't she just pay her own stuff? I did. Right, but why'd you accept four cars from him? No, it was not four cars.
1: Okay, what happened? You crashed the car?
6: I stopped at a stop sign, and a lady blew a stop sign and hit into me. So there was full coverage on the car. I have a text message. No, no, stop.
1: There's full coverage on the value of the car at the time of the accident, the depreciated value of the car at the time of the accident. How much money did he finance for you for that Mustang? I put the down payment on I heard that. 600. How much money did he finance for? How much and according to you you're paying him? Yes. Is he is she paying <laughs> yeah. you monthly?
6: Yes. Not no.
1: Never. Do not. you have proof that you paid?
6: I I looked for receipts. I don't not good with receipts. I paid him the monthly two seventy. People we have a
1: name for people who are not good with receipts I know. in court. We I, call them losers.
6: I paid him the insurance and I paid yes, him the Yes, I know. And how
1: much of a loan was taken out for you to drive a Mustang? It was 3200. Is that how much the loan was?
5: That was the price of the car.
1: Okay, and dealership. so how much of the loan was taken out?
5: I'm going to say how to be least.
1: I'm sorry. Forty-five
5: hundred. I I need to know how much
1: was borrowed. This isn't a complicated. About twenty-six hundred bucks. Okay, and so the so the entire loan, because now we got to add interest to it, was how much?
5: I'm going to say about sixty-five hundred. No, I want I,
1: you know I don't trust what you're going to no, say. No, I'm
5: sorry. So because
1: you're pulling it out of thin air, do you have the loan paperwork?
5: No, no, she she had everything. In her file, in her house. All the paperwork for the loan.
1: Once the insurance proceeds go to pay off the loan, mm-hmm. and it appears that there's money left over on the loan, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah? So why would he have to eat that? Um, he didn't have
6: to. I have a text message that he sent me that Geico paid him for full for the car.
1: No, you're not getting what a full... You don't get what full means. Full means that they pay whatever the full value of the car is at the time of the crash. That's fine, but if the full value of the car is $2,500 and the loan is $3,200, there's a deficit between A and B. And somebody's right. got to pay that. And that's usually the way it goes when you're financing a car. At some point, your car may not be worth. You're upside down on it. The car is not worth what the loan is. But you wouldn't have gotten the car no. to drive. So it's worth it to most people who plan on finish paying it off. You know, if not, they couldn't be driving the shiny Mustang. You I need
6: five payments on that car. So it's so? like a thousand, over a thousand dollars off the loan.
1: Does anybody have the bank paperwork?
6: No, I do not. But I How do you all... not
1: get hit by a car crossing the street? Like honestly, this is so simple. This is simple stuff. How do you, How do you how are you calculating what the balance on the car loan is? Do you have a letter from them?
5: Yes, I do I May fax- I
1: see it. All right. Now, I, I, I also, I have a letter from New City Funding Corporation. Is that that's the mortgage correct. company? Yes. All right, and in there they say, we are in receipt of the insurance check in the amount of $1,036.12. Is that all the insurance paid? That's correct. Why? Because that was a full value of the car at the time of the crash?
5: Yes, because the car was on the liability insurance.
1: Okay. Well, they, what they ended up paying on it is $1,036.12. It's exactly that amount. That's what they paid. That's the insurance you had. That's the insurance that she had, that's what covered the car. So anything that's above that is a loan on a car that needs to be paid. You said you're supposed to be paying it because you weren't. You said I, I made payments. and You stopped paying it because you totaled the car again. How many t- cars have you totaled?
6: In my life, maybe two. <laughs>
1: How, why come he says it's four that he paid Because for he
6: it? likes to exaggerate. That's, that's the way he is. I know him for was the other years. one
1: something he paid for?
6: No, he never paid for that car. He thinks that when you walk onto a lot and you buy something, that he's buying it.
1: Well, like, why was it I in his name? I bought the car.
6: It was my own problem. Right, but
1: why, why, did you, it, why was it registered in his the name? The only
6: one was in his name was the Mustang. Yeah, the one in
1: question. Why was this car registered in because his name? Because
6: his credit was better than mine at the time.
1: OK. Well, not anymore. I don't know what you were thinking. All right, so there is, according to a letter authored by the finance company, at that time, the balance is $2,799.98. Now, car storage fees, what is that about? What happened?
5: Because when she had the accident, okay, the ambulance picked her up in the ambulance, took her to the hospital, and the flatbed tow truck took the car to a body shop, automatically. Now, when she came out of the hospital later in the evening, it, it was too much for her to go to the body shop. She
1: can't go to the body shop and get it because she doesn't have title to the car. You gotta go to the body shop and get it.
5: Yes, but she couldn't figure out where the car was in the body shop.
1: Okay, when did you learn where it was?
5: About, four, about three weeks later.
1: All right, and is the car still there?
5: Apparently, yes.
1: Okay, why, doesn't, why don't they junk it if you guys are ignoring it like this? You decided more... not to fix the car, right? Correct. Right, so I don't get why somebody, you, who, who the title is in your name, and these, these are the problems that happen when you put the title in your name, so if you knew that the, that the thing was there by, but when did he know that the thing was there?
6: Two days after, I knew where it was, I called the precinct and found out exactly where it was, he didn't go down and take care of it, because it is in his name, that's why the fees are what they are.
1: Okay, and when did you tell him? The next where- day. Okay, so now, so there's a bunch of storage fees. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh-huh. Because, yeah, but you say it like it's her fault. It's the car's in your name. You can junk the car. Why didn't you just do that instead of letting month after month after month pass?
5: Because whenever, whenever I asked her, you wrecked the car, your responsibility.
1: Yeah, but she can't junk it. It is not in her name. Mm-hmm. It's in your name. Yes. So only the title owner can junk the car.
5: Well, you see, the, at the place mm-hmm. of the accident, was about six houses from where she lives.
1: It doesn't matter, unless her name is Earl Coy and she has a license in the name Earl Coy Mm -hmm. and they buy that she's Earl Coy, she can't junk the car. Earl Coy has to junk the car. It was too far for you?
5: It's about 18 miles from where I'm at. And, Joanna, I have three jobs.
1: I understand, but, you know, you can't just keep saying it's your problem because we know she doesn't care and it's not in her name, so in the end, it's not gonna be her problem, and she can't solve the problem anyway. Now, uh, harassment, $1,268, what's that about?
5: I was in Lake George for Christmas weekend, Christmas weekend, okay? I had my phone on my ho- at the house, she blew up my phone, at least 250 text messages, what okay. insulting me, harassing me, I had to throw the phone out.
1: You had to throw the phone out?
7: Yeah, it was, it was destroyed. I could use
5: the phone. I'm sorry, I
1: don't get how somebody calling a phone destroys
7: it. Welcome back to the People's Court. Harvey Levin here, by the way, this is the beginning of season 21 of the People's Court. And if you can if you count the Judge Wapner years, it's season 34. And if you count dog years, it's like 168. So it's unbelievable. Okay, so my question: if you really, really don't like somebody particularly as a romantically, but they really like you And they offer you money, would you take it?
8: No, I wouldn't.
7: Are you sure?
8: Positive. Because? Ethically, it's just wrong. (laughs) Okay,
7: what do you say? No. You just wouldn't do it? No. I have to really like you. Fair enough. (laughs) And you, sir? Ethically, no, but my billfold says yes. Okay, which is more powerful? Um, My ethics. You had to pause, dude. Well, I'm <laughs> I mean, you honestly took a serious pause. Harvey, how much money are we talking about? <laughs> oh, see, that's what matters. Yeah. A thousand. No. Ten thousand. Uh, Hundred thousand. Uh, <laughs> there you go, going inside the courtroom.
1: Why don't you just block her number? Are you talking about a cell phone or a yeah. landline or what are you talking <laughs> about?
5: The cell phone. Throw a phone right in the garbage.
1: <laughs> okay, but you didn't have to do that.
5: It's only fifty. And why was phone. she
1: insulting you? Because she. It's only what?
5: It's only fifty bucks for a phone. Okay. So.
1: All right, but so that's the harassment that she blew up your phone and called you a lot. Okay, and why was she calling you a lot? Had she been served with the lawsuit and so that was the new fact that made her mad at you? So what was she mad at you for?
6: I have no idea. Okay, let's
1: find out from you. Came out of nowhere. What was it, did you blow up his phone and why? What was it you had learned?
6: I have never called his phone probably. I probably called his phone maybe four times knowing him in two years. And- Really? I'm and the guy's the, buying you
1: to at least buying your admission, two cars? We'll text that once doesn't in a sound while. believable.
6: Our friendship ended because of him texting me and going to my job, to
1: my house.
6: I, I can't do what? Collect the money? No, it wasn't even about the money. It's just- What the,
1: was he coming to your house and job I, for?
6: I, I don't know. Maybe well, obsessed Well, I don't know. When he got me? there,
1: what did he say was his reason for
6: being there? Uh, most of the time, I wasn't there. My roommate was there. He's knocking okay, on my door. Okay, what would he door. say? I'm
1: here to what?
4: Where's hey, Lori? Asks, where's Lori? What time she coming back? And I'm not the one. And who he would not say face. she owes and me money. Sometimes he'll be parked up the block. I'll come and home and would out. never
1: say she owes me money.
4: No. He never said that to me. Okay. Never told me anything about that. Okay. And then when he went to your that.
1: job, what did he tell those people? He walks in my job.
6: Did you call insurance? I'm like, don't come to my job ever again. This is three times. So, he comes to my job. He's coming to my was the insurance
1: under your name or his name? It was
6: in his name, but okay. I paid it. Right. So did you call the insurance about what? I called, I was on top of the insurance. But to wh- get... what did you need to be on top of? Well, because he wasn't, so I was making all the phone calls to try to get him paid for that car. And the insurance was supposedly paying eighty five percent. It's the factor that he didn't take care of it. He didn't call. He wasn't on top of the Wait, insurance. What, but what? What did you, you can fight insurance companies? They they try. To, you should. I guess you should have been on top go. of that. And you I were on top of yes, that, I so then you got very, the most
1: you can get, get, and then everything else is going to be up to you because you've already admitted that it's your car and you're supposed to pay for it. So that twenty seven ninety nine ninety eight is coming out of your pocket, not his. Now I find that the car storage fees and the fact that they've gotten this high are really because you didn't mitigate your damages by going in there and junking the car. Mm-hmm. Go give them the title so they can get rid of it. And hopefully they'll negotiate with you on that. There's no harassment. Why were you calling him, though? I, w- I, I never what called him. What were you mad him. at?
6: I was not... I've never... I'm not even mad at him now. I'm did ne- you get... When you I've got never, the lawsuit,
1: did you get mad? No. I really
6: didn't. Why not? Didn't. I would be mad. I won't well, not. i am not that kind of girl. I don't get okay. mad.
1: No, not a worry in the world. Mm-hmm. All right, well, you got this worry. $2,799.98. Verdict for the plaintiff. <laughs>
4: Well, in a case where almost no one had any kind of receipts or evidence whatsoever the plaintiff collects twenty seven hundred and some dollars how do you feel about that fine it's good you're thrilled mm, whatever you don't really seem to care no nope. why not it's she paid to pay if, she owed yeah, it, she if I,
6: owed it, I owed it I owed it it's paid
4: it's a good thing all right good for you thank you thank very you much. very much okay mr. coy you're lucky because I didn't see you have Almost any kind of evidence, either, to give to the judge. And you seem very lackadaisical as well, you know? I found it very amusing. You did? Yes, All right, it, well, yeah. you're getting $2,700, I think $90 back. You okay with that? I'm fine with me. Better than nothing. You're thrilled. Yeah, it is better than nothing. Okay. Yes, it is. You're going to do favors like that for people no, in the future? No, I'm long gone. It's long over. I mean, yeah, it seems like you were kind of silly.
5: Can't help out your friends no more, you know
4: what I'm saying? Okay. All right, that's it. Thank you. Okay. He says, don't help your friends. What do you think, Harvey?
7: So, look, I mean, it's really as simple as this. You cannot buy love. We've done, like I said, we've done this show for decades, and we have seen a million of these cases. You cannot buy somebody's love. That will do it for this case. Litigants for the next case on the way into the courtroom right now.
0: Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well.
2: This is the plaintiff, Christina Murray. She says she rented a house from the defendant and the thing was a dilapidated, mouse, bug-infested mess of a place. The defendant was about as lackadaisical a landlord as you can find. One of the bathrooms was simply a hole in the wall. And now that she's moved out, he won't return her security or all the money she spent on exterminators. She's suing for $2,750, the amount she's definitely due. This is the defendant, Herman Smith. He says everything was fine and dandy with the plaintiff's tenancy until her husband was released from prison and came to live with her. The guy was an arsonist or something, and he intentionally broke a fuel pipe in the house, and he had to buy a whole new furnace. Bottom line, she stopped paying the rent. He had to have her evicted and owes her nothing. He's accused of lousy landlording. The defendant has filed a countersuit for $1,426.67 for additional rent owed. All parties, please raise your right hands.
7: Welcome back to the People's Court next case on the docket. The plaintiff rented a house from the defendant. No it was second. mouse infested, but the defendant Lee. says things were fine until the plaintiff's husband was released from jail. He was an arsonist. It's the case of mouse fire. Thank you, Douglas. You Christina
1: in. Murray? Hello. You're suing your former landlord, Herman Smith? for $2,750 for your security back, extermination costs, your moving costs, and your storage costs after you moved out. You're counterclaiming against her $2,276.67 that you say she still owes you in rent. Let's hear it.
9: Um, hi. hi, I moved into a house um, June 29, 2015. I really want the house because I have extended family that stays with me and everything, so it That we, stays with
1: you permanently? Basically. Okay.
9: Um, so we got the apartment. I paid cash. Apartment or house? The house. How many I, bedrooms? Um, Five. Okay. I paid cash straight out the door. I, um, I had minor problems when we first moved in, and that I literally went to the landlord, explained to him. But I have a real big thing on moving because we're trying to buy our home. So we went fine. No problems, no nothing, little minor things. He's like, oh, I'll get to it, I'll get to it. Cause You're trying owned. to buy
1: another home, a yes. different home? Okay.
9: He like I'll get to it. I get to it. Um, I'll do it. So I think around. How much all, was the rent? Um, when I first moved in, it was eight ninety five,
1: for the five bedroom house. Yes. Okay.
9: Um, so as time went on, I end up getting an exterminator. He came out. He sealed up the whole premises for yeah. me. I wasn't seeing no mice or nothing for a while. Okay, while but hold
1: was... on one second. Before you had the exterminator come out, did you tell your landlord? Um, listen, uh, you know I have mice. You have to do some.
9: Yes. He and knew. Then, he knew. He like, okay, whatever. Keep your receipts and stuff from... Because at first, I was just spending useless money on mouse traps and stuff that wasn't working right. At keep your receipts and stuff and what? And he'll reimburse me on... So why didn't you just
1: take it out of the rent for the next month? That's what most tenants do.
9: I just never did. I just kept all my receipts and he... And
1: then what? You presented them to him?
9: Yeah. I, we, we spoke over this year.
1: Right. How many times did you... Pre- did you ever sent, say, okay, I've spent... Because you're suing for $960. So for how long were you paying the exterminator?
9: Um, for, for months, literally almost a year. Right. So them during that back year, out.
1: do you say to him, hey, you told me to keep the receipts, here are the receipts? Yeah, we, me and, and my And why la- not the next month? Why doesn't he just pay it?
9: I don't know. I never even realized that. And he just kept saying, sending texts like, oh, Christine, I got you, Can I, I got see you, the text? I got you. I don't have the cell oh, that phone would be with so the, good. Uh, Text see, messages.
1: Yeah, to see text messages where he confesses that, yeah, he's Because he, he bents it. It's not like he didn't I know. I know. Watch this. Did you ever say that you would pay for extermination? No. Right. See, that's why I, it'd be good. Now, let me just ask you, though, why wouldn't you? If it's your place and you're a landlord um, and there's my, a mouse problem, don't you have an obligation to rent a habitable place where there's not a mouse problem?
10: There was never a problem there, Yana, and uh, when she did explain to me that she had, and she, show, I saw that where she, the exterminator showed her around the perimeter of the basement, there was a couple of small cracks here and there that she could pump some foam stuff in there, and she did that.
1: And did you pay for that?
10: I would have given her back the money for the, for the, the, extermination? the foam, the foam she pumped. She didn't tell Why me she paid. Why not for the
1: extermination if there's rats in the house, she, she's, or mice?
10: She didn't tell me that she paid anything to exterminator because all they did was show her what to do. Oh, let's see all of the
1: records of the payments you made to the exterminator, and then now she's suing for her deposit. Why wasn't her deposit returned?
10: I have a conversation on text here with her where, when I when I demanded the rent from her, she said, "Take it out of the security deposit." I said to her, "The amount you owed me is far more exceeding the the uh, security deposit." However. Whenever you take care of your rent and you move out, if there's no damages, your security deposit will be returned to you. Otherwise, if there's damages, then we'll subtract and we'll take care of it at that time.
1: And then what? She paid the rent? No. Okay. so then what was the point? So I'm not understanding. Was there an agency paying her rent?
10: No. Yes. Yes. It was the DSS, the Social Services. For the Services second year. For the second year. The
1: first year you paid it. I paid out of pocket. Okay. This is the first year. So and the first year you were getting rent, the full rent?
10: Eight ninety-five. Yes. Yeah.
1: And so the problems came the second year when DSS, when, when a social service agency was paying her rent. Why did the problems come? First of all, why were they paying your rent?
9: Um, I ended up pregnant and I got taken out of work and then I got diagnosed with cancer. Oh, so honey, I was how already doing? going through the stages.
1: How are you doing? I just
9: had surgery recently, so I'm doing a lot. So I'm going for radiation in a couple of weeks.
1: You're no longer pregnant?
9: Um, no, I had my daughter oh, in January of this year. Um... Great. When it came down to the landlord, see, I cleaned no, the basement. Hold on one out. second.
1: Just hold on one second. So that's why they were paying your rent. Now, would they pay the entire eight ninety five, or would they pay a portion?
10: No. It, DSS started when her husband was coming home from wherever he was locked up. She came to me and she asked me if I would fill a landlord statement because DSS was willing to pay for him to be added into the the, the property. So I did, I filled that out, and when I did, she said to me, DSS will also pay an extra $280 for him to be there, making the total rent eleven seventy-five. dollars I gave her that, and she submitted it. At that point, what DSS did, they took up more than the 280 they took up $729, that's what they paid, leaving her to pay the remainder, which she never did.
9: Okay, so the, each month then, what would they pay? Um, they pay different amounts. Be- literally, I, I mean, I have the listing of what yeah, they can I pay it? to you. Yeah, can I it?
1: So every month they would pay a different amount, less than eight ninety-five, and were you paying the remainder?
9: Um, no, because at that time he said that he was dropping my rent down. I even got the. Why was he going to drop your rent down? Because of he never paid none of my extermination. He just wanted. to Did you ever stay say you were dropping house. her rent? No, down? No, ma'am.
10: No, you're not. No.
9: Okay.
1: So, I mean, the way this, this works when you have social services paying your rent is that if there's a deficit, that deficit is something that they deem you're responsible for. Why aren't you paying it? Because you say he said, ah, what's a little money between friends? I mean, you're not his friend, you're his tenant. He's denying that. Do you have any proof of that? Do you have text or anything that would show me that? No, I don't have the text, but I have said a you landlord do have statement. Text. let me see text. I have
9: a landlord statement where he literally has three different papers that that he signed. One saying that he lowered my rent to seven fifty. The other one saying that he for social services he gave them eleven cents. Yeah, yeah, hold on,
1: that's good. Hold on, hold on. So this is a document that you say he filled out. Yes. That says amount of monthly rent seven fifty. Did you fill this out? I never. Well, let's see. Did you ever fill? Does that sound familiar? Anything that you might have filled out that says the amount of the rent is seven fifty? And then here's a different one. That was the ones the social services. And this one says eleven. What are you people doing? Just got... why does everybody have to scam the government all the time? Somebody tell me what this is. Why is there? Why are there two separate documents? One saying seven fifty. One saying eleven seventy-five. Why?
10: This is this is all fake. Seems like she photocopied something with my, with my signature and then fill that in. No, never never seen this.
9: That's thing. original pen writing. No. Yeah, that's original
1: pen writing though.
10: I, I never write. Is never. that
1: your signature? Because it sounds like you're saying it looks like your signature. So Why are there two different? Answer me. Because this is your social went, service benefit. Why are there two different documents where you claim one where where it's claimed that the monthly rent is eleven seventy five, and another one where it's claimed that it's seven fifty?
9: He just filled out the $7. 50 one for me to keep. So whenever I get back off social services, that I'll be. That's what I would have been paying.
1: So then you admit that you were defrauding social services, telling them that your rent was eleven seventy five on six thirteen instead of seven fifty. You admit it? Yes. So both of you lie so that you can get more from DSS, which benefits her and benefits you because DSS is only going to pay, you know, 60% or whatever. So if we make the big picture bigger, then they're paying 60% of a bigger number. So more of DSS will end up going to you. And then you have this side deal, which you're not allowed to have, that the rents will only be, you say $750, you say eight ninety five. dollars why is there this document in original ink? You know, you said she photocopied this and did that and all this other stuff, but why is it in original ink? See, a lot. If you didn't fill it out.
10: The top part of that form is filled out by her, Your And um, the bottom part? The bottom part, we both signed. She's filled so the top you
1: d- part. So this isn't a forgery.
10: I, there are times when I'll sign that and they fill in the, the blank afterwards. I didn't, I didn't.
1: Well, I, then I, then I, I, I guess did. you eat the problem that I survives when you sign blank documents. Wow! You know what? Everybody just stop talking. We're gonna take a recess. I'll
7: bring her, I'll get that for you. Now. Thank you. All rise. So is it worse if we're talking about Section 8 tenants where somebody's getting over? Does that bother you more or less the same?
2: It bothers me the same. Whether you're rich or poor, fraud
7: is fraud. Is that true? Does anybody... Uh, everybody agree with that? Fraud is fraud? Yep. Fraud is fraud. But one involves tax money, doesn't it? Does that make a difference?
5: Doesn't make a difference the same. Okay.
7: Nobody would bite going inside the courtroom. Okay, folks, you got
1: something for me? No. All right. I I just, um, I never cease to be amazed at how much people abuse the system. You both were abusing the system in this case. You got together. It's very clear to me what happened. Once you tell me, yeah, it's not a forgery, it's an original link. it's not photocopied. Once you tell me that's not a forgery, then it's very clear to me what happened here. You both figured out, let's tell the government that it's 1175, so they pay more of it. I get paid by them, and you're happy. But don't worry, your rent's gonna be $7.50, not $8.95, and certainly not 1175. Guys, it's a pie. It is a pie. And when you take a bigger slice than you're entitled to, you have left other people without pie, all right? It is a pie. There's no magical spring source of renewable dollars. There's no money. It's a pie. And every time somebody else goes and applies to get a government service that they might be entitled to and they need help, they get less help when people take more than what they're entitled to. And you're in on it. And you're in. on Oh, you're so in on it. You're so in on it. It's so clear you're in on it. Here's what's going to happen. Okay, I've tallied it all up and I've figured out what rent is still owing based on your version, I'm believing you that it's 750. And there's still a deficit of $381, okay? And it is your responsibility as a landlord to make a place habitable. So if the security deposit that you have is 850 minus a 381.67 that you owe in rent, Means you are entitled to four hundred and sixty-eight thirty-three of your security deposit back, plus the money that you spent on an exterminator nine sixty, and that's a total of one thousand four hundred and twenty-eight dollars and thirty-three cents. You're not entitled to moving costs. You're not entitled to storage months after this. Your counterclaim is. I find that the only thing you're entitled to on your counterclaim is the three eighty-one sixty-seven. I'm deducting it from her recovery, but you have to to pay her back the 468 33 remaining of the security deposit plus you have to pay her back um, the extermination cost which is not something a tenant should have to should have to pay so I'm finding in favor of the plaintiff a net judgment in the amount of one thousand four hundred and twenty eight dollars and thirty three cents good luck folks
4: well after a rather involved dispute you end up with fourteen hundred twenty eight dollars mm-hmm How do you feel about that?
9: I feel he a clown and he should wear makeup.
4: And (laughs) that's a great comment. How do you feel about what the judge said about both of you trying to cheat the system? And you're both guilty of it. it.
9: He brought me a thing, I just went with it.
4: You don't feel you're cheating at all? No, No, because it was the whole thing regardless. All right, well, a lot of people would disagree with that. Okay. sorry, you must sign a few documents outside. Here comes
10: the defendant, Mr. Smith. What do you think about what the judge had to say to you? It's it's final. It's over with. But uh, I know that I did not sign off at seven fifty for the rent. Well, you they probably no, doctored no that proof, up. No proof. No proof. No proof. Well, I have. Do you feel like you were trying to rip the system no, off, too? No, sir. The judge certainly thinks so. I wouldn't. But uh, it's okay. It's over and done with. They might have doctored up the top part of that paperwork. Yeah. Because I have the original that I sent to that, that went to uh, social services. All right. But
4: uh, well, sorry about that. Okay. okay? That's it. It's over. Thank you. And you have to own. Thank you so much. Harvey? Uh, I will tell you one difference. Filing false claims
7: with the government is actually a crime, so it's something to really think about. That will do it for this case. Litigants for the next case on the way into the courtroom right now.
2: This is the plaintiff, James Edward Van Noy. He says the defendant, his son's ex-girlfriend, took his car without permission and rear-ended the car in front of her because she was rubber-necking. His son tried to cover it up by saying he backed into his car. His insurance company contacted him with the truth. And now that they've split up, he's out $2,720.43 in damages. So he's suing her. This is the defendant, Carlin. She says she took her boyfriend's car out one day and tapped the car in front of her going five miles an hour. No one made a big deal out of it until three months later when they split up. Now all of a sudden it's a federal case. She owes nothing because she doled out thousands of dollars for the plaintiff and his son over the years. And if anyone's owed money here, it's her. She's accused of a rear-ender.
3: All parties, please use your right hand.
7: Welcome back to the People's Court next case and the doc at the plaintiff says his son's now ex-girlfriend took his car without permission, wrecked it, and won't pay. She says it's all BS and it's our grave because she broke up with the guy. It's the case of I don't break for exes.
1: Thank you, Douglas. Welcome in, James Edward Van Noy, yes, ma'am. you're suing your son's former girlfriend, Carlin, for $2,720.43 in damages that you say she did to your car, correct? correct. What happened? Uh,
3: on December 15th, I met the defendant. I was introduced to her as my son's girlfriend. On uh, December 23rd, I ended up getting all these letters in the mail from my insurance company. They told me that she's the one that wrecked it.
1: So you meet her and five days later you find out she, had, she crashed um, your son's car? Is it, it, wasn't your my, car? it was
3: my car. But your son had it? My son had it. How it, long had your son been driving it? Uh, probably like five months. When I originally seen the, the damage to the bumper, she didn't tell me she did it. My son said he backed into it with the tow truck. And then when I started getting all this stuff from my information from my insurance company, they told me that she's the one that wrecked it.
1: Wow, I would expect my son who's driving my car to be more honest with me.
3: Well, Right? I mean, he's his, she's his first relationship that I know of.
1: So. How old is he? 28. All right, so did you borrow his car? Yes, ma'am. How long were you dating him? Since the second week in October. So just a couple months? Yes, ma'am. All right, and what happened with the car?
7: So if you have a kid that's like 16, 17, 18. Would you ever loan that kid's boyfriend or girlfriend your car? Pretend you're older.
1: Uh,
8: No, I wouldn't. It's your insurance and your paycheck that. Ain't that
7: the truth? What do you say? I would say yeah. If I would what? Yeah. (laughs) If I trusted my son or daughter with their boyfriend, then I probably would let them. You know they could break up and it could be bad, right? Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk. (laughs) Going inside the courtroom.
8: Um, I was driving. The lady in front of me slammed on the brakes. I barely had started to go again. I hit her at maybe like two miles per hour and put two little dents in the front bumper. Do you have pictures of the damage? Yes, I do, on my phone. Can I see him?
1: Yes, ma'am. Do you have pictures of the damage? Yes. Okay. So this was a low-speed... Um, Collision, yes, ...incident, ma'am. right? Um, and how did it happen? Why didn't you... Why weren't you traveling at a safe enough distance to not- sl-
8: We were all going. The light had turned to green. We were going. Somebody turned in front of her. She slammed on the brakes. I slammed on my brakes right behind her and I barely tapped her.
1: Okay, where'd you get the impression that she was rubbernecking?
3: I've got the police report.
1: Oh, let's see the police report.
3: She claimed she was going two miles an hour, but those hits, I drove tow truck for 38 years and believe me, that's a stronger hit than a two mile per hour. It's not much
1: of a hit. I mean, it doesn't look like $3,000 worth of dent. What year car is this? It's a
3: 2006 Chrysler Pacifica. She rear-ended a... I mean,
1: the, the Blue Book value of the car is less than what you're, um, you know, claiming for the repairs. When did this happen?
3: It happened November 30th.
1: And when did you and the, Apparently, you and his son have broken up already? No, we were together until January, like, 27th. Right, but you're, you're broken up now. Yes. Right. And uh, between wh- what day? November what?
3: It happened November 30th.
1: Is that right? Yes. Okay, so from November 30th until January when you broke up, did he ever mention the
8: uh, repair to the car? He said, can you repair the bumper? And I said, yes, and it was fine. And his son went to jail. And I was like, yeah, I'll repair it when I get more money, let alone I was paying all of their bills that were not mine and also gave them more money. Who's them? Uh, Sean
1: and him. Why would you be giving James money? Because Sean said he needed money. Yeah, but you, did you give money to James or did you give money to, to no, Sean? No, I gave
8: money to James.
1: When did you give money to James?
8: Multiple times between December and January.
1: No, you're gonna have to be more specific than that. I That's a- days. What'd I- you give him money for? Because they
8: needed money for Christmas and things like that. Did she ever give you money? No, ma'am.
1: She's making it up.
3: She never gave me no money.
1: Did you and the son have a bad breakup or no? Kinda, sorta, yeah. How so? Of- well, he
3: got West out of
8: jail West and within three days we were broke up and he was being physically abusive and I was pregnant at the time and I lost the baby because of the physical abuse. His baby?
1: Did you tell that to the police?
8: It wasn't worth it. We live right across the street. Well, I currently am in the situation where I still live across the street from his son, and there's no point in doing things like that because his son has already towed my car, um, things like that, just being ignorant because I won't do what he wants.
1: Meaning? Get back with him Mm -hmm. or repair the car? Meaning what? Meaning I won't get back with him. When did you get this estimate? You got it for court in February? I got it for
3: court for, for Downey.
1: No, it just seems like a really ridiculously high estimate well, for this damage. Did you take it to a second place to get another estimate?
3: No, that's the closest one to my house.
1: Based on the Blue Book value of the car, based on the damage that I'm seeing, and um, I'm going to assess what I think is a fair value for the repair, um, because this repair is, exceeds by a lot of money, what the car is worth even. Um I'm finding in your favor in the amount of $1,500, and I have to issue a, ju- issue a judgment against you for that amount, um, because I think it's going to cost close to that to go ahead and fix it. That's my judgment. Good luck, folks. Well, the plaintiffs
4: awarded a judgment for $1,500. It's a lot less than what he was seeking. Karen uh how do you feel about what?
8: I just feel like happened. it's fair because okay I think that? that was way too much money to be asking for to begin with, with well, the little the, damages.
4: The judge agreed, too. And yeah. you said you would, you would put Pay, a new bumper yeah. on there. It's I just said a bumper, right?
8: Yes, exactly, and he was never okay with that.
4: You know, it's a shame you didn't have some kind of proof or evidence that you did give them money. You kept saying you gave yeah. them money, and then when the judge asked you to be specific, you said, nothing. Yeah. You didn't say anything. How much do you think you gave him?
8: Probably at least three to four thousand
4: dollars. Are you serious? Yes. And you didn't don't have any proof to prove that? To no,
8: you? I mean I have my bank accounts, but I pulled it out in cash and gave it to him.
4: Well, that's such a shame. You probably could have gotten you know, off yeah. totally, had you been able to prove that. Yes, sir. Sorry about that. It's all okay. right. Thank, Thank you. Thank you very much. Here comes the plaintiff, Mr. Van Noy. You were suing for twenty seven hundred dollars damages, as the judge says that's even more than the car is worth. You're getting fifteen hundred. You okay with that? Yeah. Okay. What about she said she gave you at least four thousand dollars, and you said she didn't give you anything. Right?
3: She didn't give me nothing.
4: What's? Wow, that's kind of interesting. Huh? Yeah. Okay. Sorry okay, about sir. that. All Good right. luck. Thank okay. You
7: very much. Interesting case. Yeah. Now, Army. I, you know, I'm just going to repeat what I said to this gentleman: that you know it may be that your 17-year-old thinks it's true love, but it almost never is. They're going to break up, and then you may end up holding the bag.
2: Don't text and drive. The People's Court is a Ralph Edwards Stubulet production.
0: Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today, or visit Angie.com. That's A N G I dot com.